Last time on The Dungeon House, the party has ran into three new adventurers, Lua, Vox, and Rebecca. While their motives are a little gray at the moment, it seems like they are a close party. It'd be interesting to see how they got that way. And that's why right now we are going to dive into their origin story. Let the miniseries begin right now on The Dungeon House. Welcome to The Dungeon House. Welcome, guys. Woo! It's going to be a super eventful night. All right. So this is sort of a special episode going on right now. Sort of a maybe three, four. We'll see how many part series. Um, a couple a couple times ago on the for the adventures, our group of adventurers, we had a halfway TPK where uh, Sarek. Caspian and Samantha have all moved on um, to death. <laughs> and so, because we don't want to fire these people from the podcast for their lack of characters, um, we are having just sort of some, some interesting sessions to introduce a couple of new characters to the podcast, but sort of keep them away from like the main core, just so we're not like fudging it all together and it's almost hard to keep track of everybody and so i call this the upside down dungeon upside down. the dungeon basement the dungeon this is the basement of the dungeon house <laughs> Down, down I was thinking like Dungeon Shack, but the Dungeon Shack, the Dungeon, shack. The dungeon Apartment, the Studio Apartment Dungeon, the Dungeon Farm. That's so pleasant. Dungeon Farm. Nice. All right, whatever name it is. All right, so let's let's jump into this. So it's been a very, very long winter, you know. Um, as Rebecca, uh, Faith, sort of explain Rebecca to the audience right now. What she looks like. What she is. Okay, so Rebecca talks like this, and she is a beautiful five-foot elf, specifically wood, and she is so beautiful, you can't even handle it, but don't forget that she is celestial. So, depending on the lighting, I am pale copper or pale green, you know? If it's like a beautiful sunny day, we're just vibing and feeling the beautiful warmth of the earth. So pale copper, you can imagine the rest. And then I have white long hair and eye color. You don't even know unless something's wrong because I my eyes are squinted all the time because I'm just vibing. But that is Rebecca. Nice. And so we're... Rebecca, um, a few weeks back, just a, just a couple weeks ago, um, she was part of many people within the capital, sort of in the um, the northeast section, just um, just west of the, the mountains that surround uh, the forest that Fort Thunder resides in. She was one of many people that saw what seemed to be a falling star from the sky on one night um, that really shook the continent as it struck and sort of shook as it fell to the earth uh because of that she has has been on her own sort of side quest to sort of like see 
what um where this star has fallen to right so after a couple days of um, traversing through the woods and the forest sort of trying to go in that direction rebecca um as it is beginning to as the sun is setting you find yourself um sort of coming into this clearing as you see there's a the group of people um a couple of people just sort of hanging out uh with this giant stone rock sort of in the middle of what looks to be like a um, a crater as you come into this clearing rebecca universe is speaking to me so loudly this is i just i feel the frustration something's up I'm gonna go check it out. Nice. As you work your way down to this um, this stone-looking thing, you see that a couple people have gathered from all around. You have a uh, some people that look like merchant-type people that are like selling clothes that say like "free rock" on them because they're that good at crafting that fast. Uh, a couple people are sort of like eating food, almost like this weird like worshipy thing, but like going around by it. Um, as you approach this rock, though, to sort of like, I don't know, touch it or whatever, you see that there's this this female um, sort of with like, that's sort of like almost like working on the rock, but sort of like touching it and like her hands are glowing and stuff like that. Dear wonderful friends, this is a celestial gift from the universe. I think we should kind of give it more respect as in regards to like radiation and stuff like that y'all could just not be doing good right now and you don't even know i appreciate the shirts though can i get that lady with the glowy hands do you mind if i vibe with you and you know hear your story what you doing with the celestial blessing Uh, are you talking to me? I guess so. You have a beautiful voice. It's like really smooth. Uh, thank you. I think. Uh, and she just, yeah, she just turns back and continues to work on the, uh, the asteroid, or the, nice. the rock. David, can you can you explain like what Rebecca is seeing as this girl working on the rock turns around? What does she look like in sorts? Okay, so right now, um, she sees like Kyle said, this female. She is uh, about five foot four. Um, she is um, a lighter. She's she's a white. She's like lighter a lighter tan. Um, she has. Um, ice blue eyes with like a like a blondish brunette hair and yeah okay. cool my dear smooth voice friend do you need do you mind if i get your name uh my name is lua lua <gasps> it's like luna but not oh uh, my goodness yes so, like, so, what are you doing? Um, 
I'm just observing this rock. Mm. No, I'm observing too. Me too. Yeah. What the? What? What? How do you feel about the rock? Oh, I'm so glad you asked because I am vibing like none other. So, I just love the stars, and this is like the best day of my life. But you know, I think we should investigate it together because we need to connect and feel together in you know vibes to the universe if you're catching my drift uh yeah i mean if you want to help that would be awesome yes please okay <laughs> so yeah the luage would just continue um searching yeah so making arcana check all right i got a 17. Ooh, so with a 17 as you're you're investigating this this rock that has fallen um you sense definitely that there is magic power radiant radiating from this rock um you're not able to really pinpoint like if you've ever felt this type of magic before or where it's coming from but you definitely get like a feeling from it um as your hands sort of hover over it um, and you exert some of your own magic power onto this rock. It begins to glow blue for a second and then fade. My goodness. It's glowing blue. I would know what that means, right? No. Why wouldn't I? I guess. Like, what What do you think it means? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Me, personally, I have no freaking idea. But my character would. Um, your character what she would know make a uh, just make a history check with advantage just based off where she or actually a religion check with advantage i like history better okay it could be history in this situation that works oh jeez that's a <laughs> you still take the you take the higher number. i know but that was ridiculous i need new dice okay um it was nine a nine okay so um, as, as you see this glowing Rebecca, like it, it sort of reminds you of some of the stories that your, uh, your mother told back at the, uh, the, the temple that your, your mother used to assist at and work at, um, sort of reminds you of like some, like it was like supposed to resemble deity-ness or power, but like there's, it's a little hazy on like what, what exactly it is. Yeah, right. I was falling asleep through that lecture. Okay. <laughs> This means something. We need to continue investigating. Would you have a direction in which we should continue to invest investigate? No. I think we need to give this rock a nice hug and ask the rock how we shall investigate him or her. We are not going to identify this rock. All right. At this point, as you guys have sort of been discussing, the um, the man that's sort of been selling the the t-shirts comes over to the both of you, and he's like, "Hey, I uh, I just saw that rock below a little blue color. What's going on over here?" We are investigating, and you know, kind sir, I would still love a t-shirt, but you know who you remind me of? Who do I remind you of? 
my dad Chad. You know? Chad? Yeah. That, what, a co what a coincidence. My name is Brad. Oh, wow. Wow, Brad. Did you ever know my dad? Because he was also a man who sold something in regards to stars. I won't say how he did it because I feel like that would be But well, I hate to break it to you, but I've never really met a, a Chad before. I uh, I just saw the, the star fall and was the first one here. Figured a, a group would gather soon, and I'm just trying to help spread the, the culture and the the, God, the good blessings of the, the fallen fallen stars and the heavens, you know? I, I was curious if you guys wanted to... I know you guys are probably doing some cool magic, but like, it's sort of like keeping people away because they're waiting for you guys to finish up. You guys want to like come over here? I can get you guys something to drink real fast. Maybe you guys could buy a shirt or something. No, but thank you, dear Brad. We shall continue our vibrations with this celestial lesson. Uh, I, I see, I see. But, you know, there's people that are sort of waiting in line to come check this thing out. Like, if you guys are here the whole time, not everyone's going to have their thank own you. spiritual experience with thank this rock. Dear Brad. Have you, claim, have you laid claim to this rock, then? You know, I was the first one here, and, you know, I... So technically it's mine because I found it. Does the capital or I guess the reigning government know that you have set up a shop here where they might not be able to tax your income? Now, listen here, young, young dame, as he sort of looks you over a bit. Like you, you're not our, you're not our from around here. I don't think you should be talking that much. And your your friend over here, I, what's your name? As he looks over at Rebecca. Oh, my dear friend, my name is Rebecca, but I have some points for you. This rock, this celestial being, waited so long to bless us with their presence. I think we should all bask in it together and not fight, but also. I agree with dear, not Luna, but whatever dear friend's name is. Oh no, I forgot the name. Lua. My dear friend Lua, Lua, like Luna. We're here to investigate, but I agree with Luna. Lua, Lua, <laughs> Y'all need to pay taxes too. Because well, well, uh, listen here, listen here, the both of y'all. I, I am an honest honest trading man and i will pay my taxes but y'all ain't from around here and you you pointy-eared girl rebecca like i know like some some people are feeling a bit weird with an elf being around i don't i don't care too much i'm not i, I don't judge i just sell i make money but some people are feeling uncomfortable you know and uh so maybe like like you guys can come over here with me and like i'll give you guys a free drink on the house but like let some of these good people that are looking around like have their moment with the rock you know you said we should share it right uh Will you give me five more minutes if I purchase a shirt? Yeah, yeah, I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you ten minutes if you purchase a shirt. By two, two, I'll save twenty. <laughs> <laughs> How much do your shirts cost? You know, these are these are special limited edition. Like this is like this is a gift from the celestial heavens. Like maybe this is from the phoenix itself. These are so you know they're they're very valuable and pretty rare. They're about uh, twenty five gold a piece. 
Make it 20 a piece and you'll have a deal. Uh, yeah, yeah. For two. Two uh, for 20. Uh, or I guess 20 a piece. Um, maybe, maybe, how about two for 50? Two for 50. That's the same thing as 25. Like, uh, these are pretty rare, you know, and like, honestly, you're, you're, you're starting to cause a commotion right now as he starts looking around. Uh, these people are going to get upset, you know, we got to, you know. She rolls her eyes just exasperated like exasper- exacerbated and she's just like fine give me 20 more minutes and i will come purchase two shirts all right sound, sounds good you guys enjoy your uh keep communing with uh, the celestial rock all right thank you, thank you dear brad. has mr brad walked away at this point brad has walked back to his little shop that he has set up all right so lua is going to try something Lua is going to try speaking celestial to the rock. To the rock. Yeah. She's okay. going to try and see if our yeah, just if it like the magic why, communicates why, back. Why the freak does Lua know celestial? Because she's a certain class that gives her a one other language. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. Whatever. Why celestial? I don't. I, you made your character. I, I honestly, it, it's the same language that Sarah knew, and so I was like, "Yeah, they would have practiced together." So, uh, all right, speak celestial to the rock. What do you say to the rock? <laughs> and what was that, Rebecca? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> she, I, she would just. Do you understand me? The rock is a rock and does not respond. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Rock starts All right. But Rebecca, unless you speak celestial, would notice that this Lua girl is speaking in a weird tongue to the rock. <laughs> you vibrate the universe too? Oh my heck. Okay. You know, I'll do some moves to get the rock in the mood. <laughs> Lua would just turn and be like, you're a, stra- you're a strange one, aren't you? I am just one with the universe. I can tell. (gasps) You can tell. We should definitely be friends. This is so hard. All right, fine. Um, Lou is going to make a uh, another investigation check to see if she can find anything else to help further her research. Okay, make an investigation checker. Investigation, she got a 12. All right, so as as Lua is looking for things like that might assist with the rock and Rebecca is sitting there vibing with the rock and all that stuff, um, in the distance, you hear this horn go off. As you guys sort of look to the north, um, you see that there are some men dressed in like this white armor of sorts, men, women, you don't know exactly what it is. Um, sort of the one leading them is this, um, this woman of sorts, sort of like blonde hair, holding like a big shield and a sword with um, next to her is this person blowing a horn. As this woman gets closer to both of you by the rock, uh, she comes up to you and says, what are you doing? It's like I am here with the Holy Church to recover this heirloom from the gods. Oh, um, well, 
Let us not get in your way. Thank Dear you. Brother. Thank you. Dear wonderful celestial beautiful friends, we are so grateful that you have blessed us with your presence. Since I am one who comes from a celestial temple and understand why you have come to collect such a beautiful blessing, can I come with you to understand more of this beautiful rock? Why? Why, I do appreciate your um, lesser beliefs and understandings. Um, we have collected this rock for the Holy Church of the Phoenix at this time. Um, I'm sorry. At this point, she sort of like stands up a little taller and begins to shout at everybody. I need everyone to leave. Um, we are here to collect the rock. Please take your wares and do not repeat what you have found here at this time. This she begins to summon more over these like white, white armored knights type things as they start wrapping up this rock. Um, this lady does turn back to the two of you. Um, I have a quick question. How big is this rock? I keep saying rock. Is it a boulder? Is it a small rock? It, it's a me. It's a rock. It's a medium sized rock. You can't pick it up. It's a big rock. Okay. <laughs> it's a <laughs> yes, Rebecca. So, while they're doing that, because I vibe so greatly with the universe and the celestial realm in such a deeper manner than these bird people, I shall tie myself to the rock. <laughs> uh, make a slide of hand check. Twenty-two. Oh my gosh. Okay. So <laughs> before these like knights really start wrapping up the rock, you quickly grab like a rope out of your satchel and you just like whip yourself around that, tie like a double square knot, and you just <laughs> cinch yourself through this rope. Like <laughs> See, I am one with the rock. I have felt the pull of the universe to me, to this beautiful object. I'm tired of saying rock and whatever. Okay. A thing. At this point, this, uh, this blonde knight is going to look back over at you and be like, what are, what are you doing? I told you. I am like, one with the celestial realm. This is a celestial item. I go along with it as it go alongs with me. Look, we, we, we don't necessarily have time. Like, we need to get this back to the church quickly. Like, we're just delaying everything. I, I don't know if this is the best situation right now. That's why you'll take me with you. I'm not resisting. I'm not verbally abusing anybody. Oh, I am just with the universe. All right, make a persuasion check. That's what I do, though. <laughs> okay. I just, I just, I just. 17. All right. As you just watch this, this night sort of sits there and it's like, oh, fine, fine. Just, just stay attached to the rock. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. At this point, this, uh, this blonde knight looks over to you, Lua, and she's like, is this, is this your friend? Um, of recent, yes. Nice. 
I guess you were you were here before. Did you guys? What were you doing to the rock before? I, I sent some magic coming from you. I was just observing the rock. I am, as as you would say, uh, interested in, in magic, and and I just wanted to see if it possessed any. It, it's not often that you see something of a grand gesture come from the skies. No, that um, that does make sense. Were you able to discover anything though? Um, I sensed a very small trace of magic, and that, that was all. At this point, you see this, uh, the night she sort of pauses for a second and says, there is magic connected to this rock. From what I could sense, yes. And is that all that you sensed or know about this rock? All that I could personally sense, yes. Well. All right. Um, that's very important. I guess, are you familiar? Have you studied these type? Like, what brought you out here to study this rock? Um, I was just in the area, and I saw this, this grand gesture from the skies. Not quite sure where it came from. As is the church being interested, I assume it has some great importance to the phoenix. Um. But yes, I just saw it fall from the sky and I came as quickly as I could to, mm. to see this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. All right. All right. A hmm. little suspicious. I won't lie. But I will let you be. Knights, as she turns around, how are we with securing the rock and the the attached one. <laughs> At this, the knights sort of say, right, we're, we're ready to go on your command. So, well, as this knight turns around to everyone, it's like, well, thank, thank you all um, for being respectful of the church. I, I know the phoenix will bless you highly and that all will go well with your endeavors. Thank you. Thank you. And at this, uh, the wagons that have sort of attached themselves to the rock begin to like pull um, Rebecca and the rock away as this knight tries, like, begins to disperse everyone away. Celestial being from the universe, I am so grateful for your blessing. Is, is that Rebecca singing? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is, is anyone doing anything at this point? I'm tied up. Nice. She is tied up. <laughs> Lua, as, as she leaves, Lua just says, well, it was nice meeting you, Rebecca. Rebecca. Maybe we shall meet each other once again. Lua, you should come with me because you seem like a wise individual who also wants to vibe with the celestial people. So you should come along because I don't know what they're going to do to me. I could be arrested for all I know. So I should receive a second witness confirming that I did not do anything to this rock. Why, I appreciate your kind gesture. I have many other 
important things that I need to attend to. And so unfortunately, I will not accompany you to the, the city. But you said we were friends. We are. And I dearly hope that I see you again, Rebecca. And at that point, she would just walk away. All right. Fairly well. I respect thy choice. <laughs> nice. So as the, as the wagons are pulling off, um, suddenly there's sort of a whooshing sound as this arrow pierces through the sky and goes directly towards Lua. Lua, what's your AC? Oh, no. <laughs> 14. Okay. This arrow sort of like flies past Lua's head and like pierces itself into the ground. All of a sudden, arrows begin flying everywhere sort of in this crater. Like, at all the people you hear, Brad, Brad, scream, Aah! like, as everyone turns around, as you hear these horns going off, as suddenly this massive swarm of like black hooded figures and a couple like beasts come out of the forest. But immediately you see this, this white knight with his blonde hair sort of like turn around, like sort of like assessing the situation and then looking at the civilians. She sort of calls out, protect the civilians as she immediately like runs over and she's like, gather around, gather around. As she starts like trying to gather these civilians together in a sense. As she's doing that, you watch as the knights that came with her, the other two knights, uh, began heading down this way to sort of like wrap themselves like around these civilians at this point, sort of in like a defensive maneuver. Um, after that, you watch as all the hooded figures make their turn and start approaching. Oh, jeez. And so at this point, as you see them all rush in, like sort of like driving their way towards like the carriage, maybe they're after the rock, maybe they're after the civilians. We're going to call it for that session. Oh, no. I'm so dead. Oh, this is going to be freaking good, dude. I'm excited for this combat. It'll be good. See you next time. This is the the dungeon dungeon house. The basement dungeon house. (laughs) Special thanks to all of our listeners and supporters on Patreon. The ambient music was produced and created by Michael Gelfi. Intro and outro was produced and created by William Heaton. You can check out our website at www.thedungeonhouse.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Dungeon House. That was some different lore that dropped during that episode. Celestial rocks, those who study in temples to watch the stars, the white knight's interest in them. It seems there's a lot more going on in this world than previously inquired. What will the party do with these new intruders? Where is Vox currently? And will Rebecca get herself unchained from the rock? Find out next time on The Dungeon House.